This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome back Steve Nichols. Steve is president of Reformation Bible College and chief academic officer at Ligonier Ministries. He's the author of 20 books, including Beyond the 95 Theses and Jesus Made in America. He's also written a couple books for children, including Church History ABCs and Reformation ABCs. My kids enjoy these books. I hope your kids will as well. Steve is also the host of a couple podcasts, including Five Minutes in Church History and a new one called Open Book. Steve, it's great to have you back on the program. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Looking forward to being back with you again. So what verse do you have for us today? I think last time we were in the Psalms, uh, so this time we're going to go to Paul. Uh, let's, let's look at 2 Corinthians 4-7. Here Paul says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. So Steve, why did you pick this particular verse to share? Well, this verse is uh, right in the midst of just a wonderful passage out of Paul. I, I think it stretches back to the ending of chapter 2. You can pick it up at about chapter 2, verse 12. It goes right on through the end of chapter 5 to chapter 5, verse 21. Uh, there's just a, This is a very rich terrain in Paul of discussing the gospel and the power of the gospel. Mm-hmm. These chapters are full of great metaphors. We have in here, of course, the expression of the weight of glory. Uh, Paul says here, we're not peddlers of divinity. He speaks of the aroma of Christ. In chapter 5, we have this great expression of ambassadors for Christ. But here we are in chapter 4, verse 7, with another very palpable illustration that we are jars of clay. And within us, within this jar of clay that we all are, is the treasure of the gospel. And uh, there's another piece to this as well, that jars of clay are weak, frail, so it's the power of God. So you're a dad, if you had your kids around you in the living room and the Bible open and you're explaining this verse to them, how would you do that? Well, I think we start with, uh, maybe we even have a jar. Uh, We don't have uh, clay jars as much, but uh, we start with a jar, container, something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a powerful object. This is what Paul wants to see. Hmm. It's an everyday thing. Jars of clay held everything in this day. They were they were used as vessels to hold water and and storage. So this is just this is just who we are. We're common. But what if there were this absolute treasure inside this jar of clay? It would strike us as odd, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, if we had a treasure, we'd probably want to put it into um, a lockbox or have a safe, you know, with a combo lock or something. But what God does is he puts the gospel inside of us. Hmm. 
And that just shows us that God's ways are beyond ours, because <laughs> that's probably not how we would do it. Yeah. But it's also to remind us that this is the power of God. Hmm. You know, it's right, it's right in here that Paul says, who is sufficient for these things? So when we feel like we're not up to it, we feel like, oh, this is too hard for us. We feel like, why is God wanting me to do this? It's because we are weak, not in spite of. It's because we are, because he wants to show us that this is about him, and it's about his power, and it is not about us. Mm. We're just jars of clay. Wow, thank the Lord for the treasure of the gospel that he's given us. So Steve, I want to read it again. What kind of context leads up to where we land in 2 Corinthians 4-7? Well, he's talking about the gospel, and he's talking about how the gospel is God's gospel. It's from God, it's about God, and it is ultimately the power of God. And this is what Paul is a minister of, but this is what is at the center of our lives. And this is what we are all called to do. We're all called to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So then Paul uses the pronoun we, and he says this in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, including all of us. He says, now we have this treasure in clay jars so that this extraordinary power may be from God and not from us. So, Steve, what makes it difficult for us to live out a verse like this? <laughs> you know, we're sort of surrounded by this culture that wants to tell us how great we are, that, that wants to tell us that we're independent and, and we do all these things. And this is very much a sort of modernist conception of things. We build skyscrapers. We, we have all this great advancements in technology, etc. And this is sort of a slap in the face to all of that. Uh, no, you're frail. You're weak. Mm. You're just a jar. Of, you're common. You're just a jar of clay. Mm. But that's not to put us down either. It is to take the attention off of us and put it onto God. You know, Paul ends this, and I'm pretty sure he's thinking of the psalmist. You know, the psalm says, not to us, not to us. And the psalmist has to say it twice. Hmm. Not to us, not to us, but to you be the glory. And this is what Paul's saying. This is God's power in us, not us doing it and accomplishing it. Yeah, we like to think the world revolves around us. Uh, so let's talk then about God. If it's not about us, it's about him. What does this verse teach us about him? Well, this is a theme that runs all through 2 Corinthians. And this is especially powerful in the context of the first century Greco-Roman culture. This was a culture that prized the human form, that prized human accomplishment, that deified the Caesar. This is Nero's Rome that we are talking about here. Hmm. And into this, Paul gives the ultimate apologetic, the, the ultimate antithesis to that cultural pull and that cultural power to say, ultimately, it's about God. Ultimately, what we have to come to grips with is our human finiteness, our human weakness. And even if we read between the lines here, this was the strife that was caused at Corinth. And Paul was seen as weak. He was seen as this, whatever this is, this thorn in the flesh. Uh, the Corinthians sort of turned on him. He was being presented as not worthy of a leader. Hmm. Paul, Paul doesn't, what, what does he do? He embraces all of that. And wow. he says, exactly, because... It is the power of God that is at work here. 
this is God's gospel, and this is about God. And uh, he flips all that on its head, and it, you find it running all through the book of Second Corinthians. Yeah, this is definitely countercultural. I, mean, I think if we were watching a TV show and Paul was on it, he might be the one that gets laughed at, not the one that <laughs> right. is the, the cool hero on the show. So how do we take a verse like this and live it out in the context of a church? So here I am, I'm listening to the podcast, perhaps Sunday's a couple of days away, and I'm thinking, I'm going to go into church on Sunday. How might this change the way I interact with other people? Well, one thing it reminds us of what we really are about, which is not about ourselves, but we're about demonstrating the gospel in our lives. And through that, we are about pointing people away from us and pointing to God and the power of God in us. And there's another piece to this jar of clay, isn't there? It it, it shows us truly how frail we are. Mm. And so we need the body of Christ. Mm. We need each other. It's like, as jars of clay, we need to come together on the shelf with other jars of clay. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, I think, is a very healthy way to look at things. This was part of the problem at Corinth. They did not see themselves as jars of clay. Uh, they saw themselves as rather special. <laughs> and uh, that caused a lot of strife and conflict. And there was competition, you know, among each other to see who was more special. And so Paul is saying, no, this is, this is what we are. We are dependent on each other. Uh, we recognize our own frailty, we need each other, and ultimately together we rely on the power of God, and ultimately together we display the power and the treasure of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We definitely need each other every week. I'm so encouraged when I go to church and talk to others and find out what the Lord's doing in their life, and I find that I may be one of the pastors, but I walk away encouraged as much as they might be. Mm. So Steve, as we close our time, thanks again for being with us. Would you pray this verse for our listeners together? Our Father and our God, we're grateful that you have revealed this aroma of life to life to us, that you have let your light shine in our dark hearts, and that we have this treasure of the gospel within us. Help us to see that it is your power that is at work, and may it not be for us or to us or about us, but help us indeed that, it, that we live for you and that we bring glory and honor to you in all that we do. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.